Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, Crazy Cool Parents, welcome to the Weekly Rethink, and we are approaching the holidays. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Thanksgiving. Let's talk about Thanksgiving first. Yeah, you know what I love about Thanksgiving is it's like you get a break and there's no expectations like Christmas have of presents and things. So you just get to kind of... Well, Chill you, out. you say that because you're the dude and you don't cook anything. <laughs> there is true. a lot of expectations. Your expectation <laughs> is to play a football game with the boys in the front yard or watch a few football games. Yeah, maybe I should help cook more. Maybe I should create more expectations <laughs> yeah. for my life. <laughs> so then you can hate Thanksgiving. Right. No, no, no. We exactly. love Thanksgiving. So what we want to talk about over the maybe the next week or two we're going to kind of let this go and see what we we may if it comes too long we may cut it off and turn it into two podcasts we'll see how long we talk about this uh, just how all did, season we could talk about yeah it all maybe season. who knows maybe all we'll go for New a couple Year's. of months we'll see what happens <laughs> um you know what happens when you have difficult relationships in the holidays or how do you maintain even good relationships can get strained cultivate relationships how do you grow your relationship good bad or ugly whatever they are how do you grow those relationships during the holiday seasons because i know as a mom i get frazzled and i get frustrated with the with the more responsibilities that are put on me whether it's more grocery or more cleaning yeah those ones i don't have or (laughs) or more money going out the door (laughs) you get that one i'll take that one yeah i think that you know for me even the little people in my home they start feeling that pressure and that tension from me as more responsibility starts well and then i think about the reason i said difficult is because I think when we move to extended family, uh, then we start dealing with in-laws and all the things that, oh, I've got to go to that house and, you know, they parent differently than we do oh, or yeah, that, you know, and all good. those things that yes. come out of that. And so we say, so it's, it's the, you know, it's the stress. So I think we've really hit on something here. We've got two things. It's the additional stress. And, and isn't it crazy that the holidays, which are supposed to be fun, and like you stress. said, relaxing. We started out by going, I love the holidays. But now <laughs> yeah, we talk about them, we're like, wait a minute, they're really stressful. Never <laughs> that's mind. That's right. And so, uh, but the additional stress as well as the extended family situations that sometimes, you know, we don't see those people all the time. And so all of a sudden we have to see them a lot. Right. And there's different situations. So we just wanted to give you some themes, some things you can do to think about during the holidays. Um, one of them is, I think one of the first ones that come to mind for me is flexibility is it's so important parents um that man you hold things loosely during the holidays yeah i think think that's so good and i think like um the practical thing that comes to mind is i know that like when the kids were little and i was trying to get them all dressed so they look cute and all their hair done and get the hot whatever that is that i'd cooked um into the car and don is maybe frustrated because we're already late we were supposed to be there 10 minutes ago and we haven't left the house yet yeah and and, and you want everything to be perfect yes i do i want everything to be on time yes 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 or another another situation where we're 
running around the house, getting it cleaned up because people are coming to our house and this child needs just some time for a minute because they're having a meltdown or whatever that is. So being flexible. Or maybe we needed some time. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, you know, I'm serious. Maybe, you know, we just, there were too many things to do in the time we have to do it. And so you got to let things go. I mean, I just remember thinking, okay, that toilet's not going to get scrubbed. Okay. That floor's not going to get mopped. Okay. That, I mean, and so, or, or we're going to be late and it's okay. And so how are you, what is it when it comes to flexibility, what are you flexing? Well, you're flexing your time. You're flexing your attitude, right? You're flexing your expectations. You're flexing your ideals. Or maybe you're walking into your in-laws house and they're going to feed them sugar all the time. Oh, yes. You know, or they oh, are going, you know, and they want to spoil them or whatever yes. that is. What are you going to yes. do to not be a control freak about it? And, and, you know, and it's like, well, I have to do this. And, but yet, that's good. And remember, you know, a lot of times parents, it's only going to be a day, yeah. it's only going to be a few hours. So, what are you going to do to, is it okay if maybe they OD on sugar for, a little while and and maybe you don't do it the next day and kind of let them recover or give them a nap the next day or whatever it is that makes those things happen what are you going to do when um when right the parents maybe you know sometimes i think you know it's so funny uh sometimes you go to we hear parents that are more controlling than than the parents are you know and they want them to and they yell at the kids the grandparents yeah Yeah, the grandparents exactly the grandparents uh the uh i'm talking about like our parents, right. you know, would, would yell at the kids or parent differently. And it's like, how do you handle those things? Well, flexibility becomes the key and something to really just talk about with your spouse and say, okay, help, let's help each other be flexible. Let's That's help good. each other realize this too will pass. Right. And that my kid's not going to go to prison because they, ate a Hershey bar, you know, I mean, <laughs> well, it's you know, not it's a not prison <laughs> thing sick for the rest of the holidays. That's what it would be. But just to hold things loosely, that's what we just encourage you as you go into the holiday seasons, when it comes to flexibility, just to hold things loosely. And Don hit on it really good to communicate, to communicate with your spouse as you go into this, because they're, they're, they're your partner in crime, communicate with your kids because they're the ones that are going to be receiving the blessing or the, the cursing from the grandparents or whatever that is. And so just be in communication. Your words are powerful and that's where you're going to build your flexibility is through how you communicate with each other. Well, and it leads me to another um, point I think is really good. And, and especially as we handle difficult situations, maybe with extended family, things like that is asking questions. Um, And so let's say for example, that Let's say, for example, you do have a little bit of an over-the-top controlling dad. Uh, grandfather is what I'm talking about. So, that, you know, when you go to the house, everything's got, you know, maybe he's military and everything, and you've kind of, you know, you're a lot more flexible in your house or whatever, But and he gets frustrated easily and yells at the kids. Okay, so what do you do with that? You know, you, you ask your child, hey, you know what? I, I saw granddad yell at you a little bit. How did that make you feel? Right. You know, start to, it's a great opportunity to process with him. Why do you think he did that? Right. You know, well, he was mad at me. What, you really think he was mad at you? Right. He's mad a lot, isn't he? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, what do you think, you know, and so asking questions, so many times in the holidays, we get opportunities to ask questions or to share our, and sometimes it might be, hey, you know what? 
mommy or daddy yelled at you, you know, right. because of my own stress. Right, I'm yeah. so sorry. How did that make you feel? Oh, that really hurt my feelings. Oh, I'm so sorry that happened. You know what? I'm stressed because I feel like I have these expectations for my parents or for my in-laws I have to meet and everything has to be perfect. Just sharing your story with them. Right, exactly. I mean, and then taking it back to your own home, asking your spouse those questions. And so, will you help me take out the trash? You know, inviting them into the situation, but also, hey, babe, I see that you're spinning out of control. What can I do to help you? Or would it help if I peeled the potatoes or whatever that is? And so it goes back to the same thing as flexibility. The key is communication. Yeah. The, to, to communicate. And the, and the best avenue of communication is questions because you're not coming at somebody. You're actually coming under and supporting them with the question so that they can come up with the answer themselves. Yeah. And you know, uh, parents, just a thought here about asking questions too. Sometimes it's not all just family. For example, a lot of people, uh, you know, husbands and wives that are in the workforce, year end's a tough time because there's a lot of things right. that have to happen at year end. And so um, it may be just asking questions about, hey, What's going on at work? How can I, you know, how can we create an environment here that helps you? You know, if you person may be in sales and they've got to hit a quota by year end, or maybe they're an accountant and they've got a lot of year end issues for taxes and things like that. So, uh, you know, we've got extended family, you've got in the home, we've got workplace situations. And, and in the midst of it all, we've got the company party. Oh my goodness, I have to go to the company party. What do I look like? And I got to deal with all your work people that, that I don't ever see and have to, right. you know, figure out those things. I mean, all these situations come up, relational situations that are coming up in the holiday. And I love that you brought that up because asking questions is a form of communication, but it doesn't have to diffuse a negative situation. It can be a proactive. It can be the right. offense. Go into those Christmas parties asking questions. Go into those in-laws houses or the those relatives that you haven't seen in a while and you ask the question. Don and I laugh sometimes because we'll go places and we will, the, not one person will have asked us anything about ourselves yeah. because we've got asking questions down. And well, so we and can ask the questions to them all the time and they don't think to ask us questions back so we want to tell all of you guys you be the one that are interested in other people's families right. you be the one that are asking about their lives and, and I want to go into that for a little bit but before we do I just want to leave you with one statement that as you're asking questions to each other to your kids I always want to leave you with this ask inquisitive questions not accusatory questions right curious so Be curious. i want to go i want to take your point in just a just a second about asking questions you know to kids how to make conversation basically but but when you're going through it with your family and your spouse in particular man hey honey you know you know sometimes we can even say oh seems like you're a little bit stressed at work and the spouse takes that as I'm doing something wrong. And so just be careful with your questions of making them very inquisitive in nature. Hey, tell me what's going on at work. Hey, what can I do to help you? Is there, you know, Don always likes to start it with, Hey, <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> Cause it's not, hopefully that's combating. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey honey. You can um, say, hey, honey, looks like, <laughs> looks like things hey, are a little crazy here. <laughs> hey. Um, but, um, but really ask inquisitive questions, not With a accusatory. ton of curiosity yes. because you really do want to know what's going on. And you're not saying, you're not coming at it with an agenda, you know, that says, 
I am mad at you and I'm asking a question because I want you to I want to, to bring it to your attention <laughs> exactly. that you're stupid now. Well, yeah. But so uh, let's shift gears because asking questions also applies. That Suzanne just made a great point about it's so much easier if you'll go in and, and it really is funny how most people don't know how to ask questions to draw people out. Oh, that's good. Right. And so when you go into these family situations, situations where you're not usually there, work situations, you want to know how to be an all-star? Just ask them questions about themselves. And and guess what? Like I said, most of the time, they'll never ask you a question about you. But And you know, Suzanne's really is, I've learned so much from her in doing this because she's an absolute master at it. Um, just ask them, you know, hey, how are you doing? How's your family? What's going on with your job? You know, just asking them questions. And people love, love, love to talk about themselves. Well, they like people to be interested in them. They like to be seen. They like to be known. I mean, the next level is they like to be understood. Right. And so even, you know, taking that in the way on the way home in the car with your kids, like you said, processing it. Well, what'd you think about this? Well, who did you talk to? What did you learn from your cousin? Well, how did that make you feel? Once again, it's just... Questions are the avenue to help people be understood and known. Yeah, and and it's so funny now. Our kids, Suzanne so taught our kids to do it. And so they go in and ask questions. And, you know, even whether it be our relatives or, you know, people that wherever we are in social situations and and you watch people and they're just almost confused at first because they're like, oh, my goodness. You know, and then they come up to you and they say, oh, my goodness. you want... So you can teach that to your kids. Oh, for and, sure. And then people are so impressed with your kids at that point. Because <laughs> that's they what say, we want. We want. We want people to be impressed yes, with our kids. Yes, we do. We so want people to be impressed <laughs> with our kids. Oh, your kids are awesome. You know, that's how we, well, we teach our babies to blow kisses. That's right. <laughs> and so but asking questions is a great way. It really does liven great up family stuff. Oh, for sure. You Cultivate know, relationships in the holidays. Ask questions. Yeah. And, and I mean, just and it doesn't have to be anything, um, you know, earth shy. Sometimes it will. It's amazing, too, how all of a sudden you'll get, you know, you talk about maybe an evangelistic tool or whatever. All of a sudden you'll start to get uh, somebody you'll you'll get past that surface and it'll go down into something deep. And they're just they're dying to share their story with somebody. Oh, I've That's got good. this issue with my daughter and, you know, or this has happened or I've got this issue at work or maybe I've got a health problem. And all of a sudden you get the chance to lo- not only ask questions, you get the chance to love them and you get the chance to actually take something and, and make it into a deeper relationship. Yeah, that's good. And I think that a lot of the times we go into situations with our extended families and there might there might be a little piece of dread because it's all so surface. And so we just want to empower you that it doesn't have to be surface. Yeah, and the key so often, is to go as to ask questions and then yeah. it can it, it can go to the next level and that's when it's exciting. And and we've had we both have had good family situations. So we really haven't had to deal with this a lot, you know, where right. but we have a lot of people that we talk to that really dread going to their families. I mean, it is a I mean, it almost causes a physical reaction to have mm-hmm. to go there because Maybe the mom or dad didn't approve of them getting married, or maybe they're, they don't. Oh, want- yeah, there's a whole list of reasons why. There's just contention in the relationship. So how would you talk to those people, Suzanne, about, you know, let's say you've got a mom comes to you and says, 
I can't, maybe it, it, sometimes it's their parents, their own parents. I can't, my mother is so controlling or whatever, or they got to go to their in-laws or whatever. And, and what do you think is the, um, what's your advice to them? So that, that's, that's a, that's tricky. I mean, that's, there's a lot of work that's going to go into that, but just super simply is that you're going to have to really fortify yourself on the front end. You're going to have to pray mm, yourself good. up. Yeah. You're going to have to get yourself deposited. Imagine yourself as a pitcher of, of information, wisdom, love, grace, all of that stuff. And you're going to have to get yourself filled up prayer, worship, reading scripture, anything that it takes to get you filled up as you go into that situation. And then use the two tools that we've talked about. We've got some other tools too, but the flexibility, be flexible when they, when they, um, flash their attitude at you or their unforgiveness at you, then understand that that's, it's not about you. It's not to you. That's them. That's where they're hurting. So there's understanding that God's going to give you in grace. And then asking those questions, ask God, is this the time and the place to heal this, you know, over Thanksgiving and God's going to say yes or no. I mean, and if it's a yes, then you pursue that. And if it's a no, then you're going to have to ask questions that create an environment where, you guys feel, feel, I mean, safe where you feel comfortable, where you feel, um, like that you are not going to be mean to each other. Right. And one of the words that comes to mind too, that we talk to parents a lot about, about dealing with extended family is to honor parents. Yeah, I was hoping it's you would say honor that because I wanted to use that word, but we hadn't talked to him yet. Yeah, yes. exactly. And so, because, um, there is a, um, there is an authority they have. And, uh, and, and there is a, um, and we want to honor people all the time and we want to respect them. And so, um, and you know what guys, they, you know, a lot of the times we think that you, you earn respect and you earn honor, but if I could remove that life from you, and if I could just say, you go ahead and step out in honor and respect and it will rearrange your relationships. And so don't yeah. worry about what they do to get that or deserve that. Just give it anyway. Give it because God put them in your family. Give it to them because they're an authority in your life. Give it to them because they're older than you. Give it to them because they've walked on this earth longer. There's dozens of reasons of why you would give honor and respect, and it might have nothing to do with what they've done. And even though you may honor them, they probably won't honor you. And it's because they don't know how. They've never right. seen it. They themselves have never been honored. So even when you go to honor them, they're going to be so confused. <laughs> they're right. not going to even know what to do with it. Yeah. And and so you go into it again. That's where I love what you talked about about being fortified. You go into it without the expectation. And, and another thing, so along with honor, let's talk about expectations. Okay. You yeah. know, so that when you go into that, you're not going to have the expectations. You're not going to give so you can get a response. That's good. You know, and that's so often the thing in the holidays that we struggle with is because we feel like we are putting out we and especially moms. I know that comes for, to you a lot because you've got a lot a lot of our moms have the majority or, or the large majority of the household responsibilities and the meal preparation and all those and the gift giving and all that stuff. And you give away and it doesn't come back. Right. And we, and, and you know what, that's where you got to get fortified. We got to die. Why are you giving? Are you giving for the response? Are you giving to be giving? And, and what would God say about that? What would God say about the motive of your heart 
in giving and serving in honoring in asking questions and all those things. Well, and do it unto the Lord. I mean, so if you can remove the person or the situation that's in front of you and replace it with God, then your expectations are going to be met because in God, you know, he's, he's met those. Because most of the time, especially with extended family situations and especially with our kids, we give and we don't get back. Right. And especially during the holidays, you know, you think about during the holidays, especially because everybody's stressed. Right. And so everybody's running on the, if you're frazzled, then you can picture that most people are going to be frazzled as well. And so I just want to give you a crash course in what honor or honoring looks like, because I believe we live in a society that does not take the time to honor that we don't even know how. And so Don, think about what's one way to honor. And and I'll share one too, but I was going to let you think about it for just a second. Unless you you already know it. I'm thinking. Um, Yeah. And so one way to honor somebody is eye contact Mm, to stop what you're doing, put down your phone, look away from that play that's happening on the TV. If it's a football, play pause it if you have to if you've got that technology and honor them by looking at them that's so so valuable i think that some are some of our relatives that we walk into maybe even our children we don't give them eye contact very much because we're running around trying to get stuff done or we're, we're busy or whatever that is and so to honor the one thing to do is to stop and look at them yeah and i i think about um you know especially for your parents or your in-laws or things like that is just being interested in them that they, uh, you know, a lot of times valuable. Well, and so a lot of times our parents are getting the age where they're getting retired and, and they, and, and unfortunately, I hope this never happens to me. I feel like that grandparents start to lose purpose in life that our society says, let's go be retired. Mm -hmm. Let's go live a life of leisure. And really what it does is, you know, I I, personally, I am planning on transitioning more and more into ministry and prayer until the day I die. And I always want, when my kids come over or, you know, my grandkids, I want to, I want them to be, wow. You know, we're going to say, how can we pray for you? You know, what are we, what are you doing in your life? I mean, share with us. We're going to ask about them, but because that's a way we've God's trained us and we've learned and we've done it and we're going to pursue relationships. But you know, for a lot of grandparents, that's not happening, you know? And so just being interested in them and and drawing out their lives and saying, you know, what's going on with you and things. I think that's a great way to honor them. Yep. I've got one more unless you have. No, go for it. So the next one um, is the listening, which is the back end of asking questions, right? but without interruption, because I think there's so many times and I'm terrible at it that somebody's talking and maybe they're not talking fast enough, or maybe (laughs) I assume I know what they're going to say, or I want to jump them along or whatever that is, or my child interrupts us or, or whatever that is, something happens. And so listen without interruption and just let them finish what they're saying. It's so honoring when we can, when we extend that to whoever it is that's talking to Leave us. Leave your cell phone in your pocket, <laughs> you know, because the text will come. Oh, for sure. And, yeah. and, and things like that, that helps you, that breaks the, the listening deal as well. Um, you know, so we were really able to get it done in one podcast. <laughs> so we yeah. really, we covered a lot of ground today. I was really, um, and we really didn't have a, a big strategy. You know, we didn't have a script for this at all. We just were kind of shooting from the hip a little bit. Um, but I think we've covered a lot. And, and really, you know, we've talked about um, family situations, internal family situations, extended family situations, maybe work 
situations that come up. Um, man, and I think we can just end it with this. The holidays are, are, are stressful, but they can be really fun. And there, it is a time when there's more holidays. It's a time when there's more people around. And so if you get fortified, I love it that you said get fortified. And so in that get fortified, just to think about this, always find something to be thankful for, even in the hard times, even in the difficult times. First Thessalonians 5:16 says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And so what that looks like is before you get out of bed in the morning, thank you God for this day. Before you get out of the car, when you go to the relative's house, Lord, thank you for the time that's about to happen. Thank you for the conversations. Thank you for the relationships or whatever that is. That's part of that four that we're talking about. I mean, we, I just, I think it's brilliant that it's set up on the calendar that Thanksgiving comes before Christmas because it's a time frame of giving thanks. We clothe the, the, the family, the situation, our homes, our lives with thanks with giving thanks so that when Christmas comes and the indulgences come and the, and the presents come or whatever that is, we've already built that gratitude of, or that foundation of gratitude. Yeah. And that thankfulness produces supernatural peace. You know, Philippians four says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God And this is what we pray over you as we end this podcast, that the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Hey, parents, think about this. What if over the holidays, the peace of God, this this peace that's going to transcend all understanding would be characteristic of your holidays that you were walking with the peace of God. You weren't anxious about anything. I received that for me. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That you want. I mean, think about it now again, not that it's going to happen perfectly, but just think about it. I want you to have it happen perfectly. I love that. Let's cast the vision that says the peace of God, perfect peace of God. You wouldn't be anxious about anything, but in every situation and look what it says. Fortify yourself by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. You're going to present your request to God so that that peace, that supernatural peace, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That's a great ending. Amen. To a yes. And so we want you to receive that. Enjoy we want your that families. for families. Yes. Enjoy we, this time. Yes. We want, to, we want that for our own lives. For sure. <laughs> and we love you guys. We hope you have a very blessed, peaceful, no anxiousness holiday season. Go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com.